Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of I Cast Fireball, an actual play 5e DD adventure where we go through the campaign Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas, your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have Malamara, Lanstelen, Fleeple, and Ralph. And yes, we have Lance trying to impersonate a French woman here. But before we jump into how that exchange is going to go, it's a normal jank squad here. So let's go ahead and recap where our adventurers are at. They're still in Lottie's place, the notorious gambling hall in Neverwinter, built directly into the cliff sides of Neverwinter by the ocean. After a conversation with Lottie, going over their past and hopefully trying to glean some information and help from her, Lance was able to get just a snippet using his thieves' cant. This being interpreted by Ralph successfully was that the other person that Lottie was going to see is Resmir, the half-black dragon herself. After trying to figure out how to get through the walls, Ralph kind of came to the rescue here with some of his magic and cast Knock to open these magical doors, and then, pulling out Jeremy, dispelled the magic on the other door as well. But in so doing, Jeremy's abruptness, uh, loudness, if you will, disturbed the water elemental in the fountain, and Malamar was the only one that got pelted with water. Moving quickly, Ralph actually went ahead of the party to abandon, to scout as he said, regardless of what the intention was, found himself with Resmir and a red-robed wizard, similar to the robes that Fleeple found in the necrotic section of Candlekeep Library itself, seeming to have su- successfully deceived them as one of Lottie's servants. Fleeple encouraged Lance to impersonate Mondath as well. And that is where we pick up on this week's adventure. Lance... You are in this room impersonating Mondath. Resmir has stepped 10 feet away from you. The red-robed human male in the corner has put down his book and stood up and looked at you quizzically. Ralph, you are unaware that this is Lance, so to you, you are in a room with three strangers. Do I know who Mondath is at all? Would I be aware of that you name? You know, yeah, you know a little bit of Mondath also being a part of the Cult of the Dragon. And with your background and working with Vandal in particular, you would know of the structure. Mondath was the direct underling for Resmir. Did you just let loose that it's Vandal I've been talking to? Did they know that? Did anybody know that? Uh, that was my hypothesis, actually. Okay, okay. <laughs> Oh, yep, well, cat's out of the bag. Because <laughs> you knew intricate details about Lance, and I'm like, there's only one source you have. So. Way to go, Thomas. Yeah, wow. <laughs> no, all good, all good, all good. <laughs> but you don't know, though. Lance doesn't but You know. don't know. Yeah, I don't. That's true. Lance Thailand has no idea. So, yes, you would know that Resmir, one of the top lieutenants for Resmir specifically, because the whole cult of the dragon is just... Structure after structure after structure after structure once you get into the higher ranks. So Resmir is a worm speaker, just under Severin, the leader of the Cult of the Dragon. And then underneath Resmir, there was Mondath, one of the lieutenants of Resmir specifically. You didn't necessarily know what had happened to Mondath, but you would know when she said Mondath, 
this is somebody who served her. And to see Resmir shocked that Mondath is alive has you a little bit on edge. This is not in the game plan here. This was not expected, but you are standing guard, maybe watching it, uh, watching how things unfold. And then Fleeple and Mal, you are outside the double doors right now, presumably with your ear pressed up against the double doors. But So just to, just I Lance isn't aware, but just for me to be aware, so Ralph knows all of this. Yes. Okay. Lance has no idea. Anything. Okay. Yeah. So, Resmir, ten feet away from you, Lance. Mondeth, you had died in that forsaken caldera. I had confirmation of this. I heard about it too, boss. And yet you st- I'm sorry, what? Just keep going, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. You're very odd. Oh, stop. And, uh, <laughs> Resmir actually looking at you backs further away from where she was because you were, Resmir was between Mondath and you, Ralph. She's going to walk closer to the wizard now, keeping an eye on both of you. Uh, Could I roll an insight check? Sure. I would like to see if in her, in like her uh, movement of kind of precaution, if she lets anything slip, an eye, like a, a, a glimpse of her eye, a subtle gesture towards where something might be in the room that I'm looking for. Excellent. Go ahead and roll. Uh, natural 20. Oh, no way. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. If ever I needed that. That's crazy. Don't forget, you could okay. add a d4 to that because of the impulse. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> my, my insight is four, so that's a 28, I guess. Wow. Wow. Yeah. You see Resmir sort of like look at Mondath, look at you, Ralph, and then just quickly, very quickly, she looks northward towards um, the right by the couch on the other side of it. She just looks in that direction very quickly. Okay, cool. And uh, then she looks back at both of you. You glance over at the couch, and there's nothing there, but there's probably something there. (laughs) (laughs) With a 28, man. Resmir's looking at you, Mondath, or Lance, expectant. As I said, I had confirmation that you were dead. Then it looks like the plan worked. I'm going to have you roll a deception check now. Well, okay. Can I make an advocacy for something? Ah, performance. I'm putting on a performance, and that is what I, I... I get if it doesn't work there, but I have some ideas as to add to the performance. Go ahead. Roll performance. And I don't want to reveal myself by actually casting guidance, but I'm just saying over and over under my breath, you got the sport, you got the sport. Well, does that <laughs> D4 stack with the other thing? Well, I don't believe you get a D4 because he has to touch you, right? Mm-hmm. It's just a moral support D4. Oh, Baby hotcakes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just a second. Okay. 22. Yes! The dice are in our favor. Mm-hmm. Resmir just stares at you. Her tongue flicks out every so often. She turns to Wrath and goes, Wrath, make sure she is who she says she is. Let me prove it to you. 
and I will reach into my bag of holding. And I will... No, I won't. I will reach into my robes, and I will produce a tooth. A dragon's tooth. That I kept this whole time. And nobody knew. Finally, I am so glad that you didn't tell us about that tooth. (laughs) It's the payoff, baby! (laughs) As Wrath, the wizard, starts to cast, Resmir holds her hand out to him and looks at you. And she breathes in and a puff of poison bursts from her nostrils. And she goes... I would seem that it is you in the flesh, Mondath. Ralph, this catches your attention. What is being revealed here? Oh, oh that, okay, 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 okay. Ooh, okay. Hmm. Hmm. Uh, I will put the dragon tooth back in a hidden pocket, and we'll continue as Mondath saying, Resmir, Severin is disappointed in your behavior as of late. <laughs> disappointed in me? Me, his worm speaker, the one to bring all chromatic black dragons under his control. Why would he be disappointed with me, Mondath? And Resmir is starting to fume and breathe and starting like their shoulders are like... (sighs) Resmir, you are powerful, but as you know, I have deceived you. Through our Grey's leader, Severin, I was meant to keep an eye on you, and he is not pleased. You question me, you question him. Go roll a persuasion check. All right. Hey, while they're talking, could I use my ring? Yes. Where are these gadgets coming from? <laughs> I just want to be by myself in the bubble if I can. Is, there, is, is everyone far enough away from me? Resmer having walked away. Just like me in the couch? How big is the bubble? So the bubble, depending on how... Yeah, depending on how big you cast, it has three charges, and you can expend a certain number of charges. Okay. Um, you can spend two to make it 30 feet, and then one to make it 15 feet. So you'd have to walk a little bit away from them. Otherwise, I'd like I'd catch one of them inside of it? Yeah. Hmm. Okay, yeah, I'll take just like a tiny step away just to seem like I want to give them their space. Be like really respectful. Like backing away. Put my head down, yep. yeah. And then as soon as I feel like I'm far enough away, I'd like to use the ring to cast the bubble of silence. And with the bubble of silence, I would, I'll openly uh, cast uh, dispel magic on the couch. Okay, okay. If something's magically hidden or, uh, or locked or sealed... I, I will have to kind of like uh, unsheath my blade a little bit and just be like, all right, Jeremy, look, we got a little bit of quiet, but I don't, and they're kind of, they're busy. No one's paying attention to me. I need to dispel something on that couch. Okay. Okay. This is a really, this is a tense conversation here. So I'm going to have you roll. Ooh, ooh, a sleight of hand check. Just so like, so you can like, can I fade in the background? Can I do this? Can I do? Yes. Yeah, sleight of hand here. I get a plus five sleight of hand. Oh, so what I'm all about. Uh, 16. Not a great Don't roll. forget your D4. Oh, and a D4. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, 19. I got a plus three 19? to that. 19? Yeah. Ooh, yeah. 
That beats everybody's passive perception in this room. Yes. So and they wouldn't hear you, me because of the ring. Yeah, exactly. As you back away, you bow your head and just sort of uh, very, it's, it's not, you're not drawing attention to yourself. You're just backing away and you just gently touch Jeremy and speak to him. And you're able to speak, as you stated, in your full voice because you have found yourself encased in a bubble of silence that no one can hear what you were saying inside. But similarly, you can't hear what's going on out there as well. And it's all gobbledygook to me anyway. I don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. (laughs) So with that, Jeremy screams at the top of his lungs, Dispel! Anything happen on the couch? I need Lance to roll a perception check, please. Okay. And uh, Resmir and Wrath are going to roll a perception check. That's a critical fail. (laughs) Ooh, baby. But I want to know, so I'm going to use my inspiration. (gasps) You have inspiration? I got it from my conversation with Lottie. That very steamy uh, (laughs) tete-a-tete. That's a 19 for me. Oh, plus four, plus a D4. Dude. That's 22. Multiclassing into Cleric was such a good choice. Mm-hmm. What's your spell save DC, Ralph? It's been such a long time since I played a like a, a real full-blown caster. I'm loving it. My spell save DC is 14. Lance, you appear to be the only one to hear a muffled... Which you just heard not too long ago. It's because he recognizes the sound of the loop. Yeah. And he's like, and you go, wait a minute. But you're like, what the heck is Jeremy doing right now? And Ralph, the chest, reveals itself at the end of the couch there. And I see this too. Is, the, is it also within the bubble? The chest is within the bubble. Okay, um, I would like... Oh, my gosh. Okay, all right, it's happening, see, it's happening. Just to clarify, I see this too, right, Thomas? Because I... With the perception check. I'll have you roll a perception check, uh, an additional one here. Oh, okay. The perception check was for... Hearing the magic. Some magic stuff that was going on. But now that you... Since you were the only one to hear it, I will allow another one. There's a lot going on right now. <laughs> Fleeple's outside the door just chewing his claws to powder. <laughs> It's 15. 15. 15 perception. Yeah. Lance, you see this thing materialize silently by the couch. It is a chest. It is an ornate chest. It's black, but it is ornately black, if that makes any sense. It's not like shiny. It's uh, got a very matte color, uh, but it is pretty intricately designed, and it just comes out of nowhere, and you're like, oh, this is new information. Okay. I'm going to try. I'm going to do something then if I see that. I'm going to just like, because Lance doesn't really use magic, but he's going to do something. He's going to raise his hand and like do a f- flurry snap in the air and, and then look over and go, ah, that is where it is. And look at the chest. You, <laughs> you point at me? No, not at you. No, I just point the at the chest. chest. Like I, Lance is acting like he did this. Okay, <laughs> I, I was, I was, 
I was going to say that I'm on my way over to the chest with my eyes on the three of them. So okay. I'm, I'm assuming that would be enough for me to see he's pointing at me, even if I can't hear him. Yeah. You, you see him pointing in that direction, and you look over. Everybody looks over? Well, he brings attention to the chest, and you're like halfway there. <laughs> I, so, well, I would actually have my my uh, my bag of holding out. Um, the uh, oh my uh, gosh! Wait, if I saw him, like okay, maybe I revise this. What I mean, it, it, listen, if it's happening, it's happening. The <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay with this. Gosh. Okay. Series of events here. I know. All right. Ralph, bubble dispel magic, done. Lance notices, hears the dispel, looks over while Resmir is fuming, sees the chest, and then snaps and goes, ah, there it is. Ralph, if you had started making your way over, you would have been maybe five feet towards the chest, maybe halfway there, uh, just because that would have been an immediate reaction from Lance. It would have been so fast. And so like, maybe you're reaching for your bag of holding, but when you see them point, you're like, no, no, don't get the bag of holding right now. Resmir sees the treasure box having been revealed, the chest, looks over at you, Mondath, and walks over to you briskly, pulling out her sword from thin air, a very big, black, wicked looking sword, just as long as her arm. It's got a very wicked-looking hilt. It's curved upwards, um, almost like uh, the the hilt and the blade itself forms this like weird trident, um, with the blade being obviously extended uh, to its normal length. A very bright and deeply set purple gem is in the pommel as well. And she walks up to you, and she raises the sword and starts to threaten you. You think to dethrone me. You think you to be a worm speaker for the cult, for Severin, for Tiamat herself. You're helping me. Ah, Ralph isn't used to that. I thought you were trying to point like you'd found me out, but you were no. pretending like you cast the spell. No. Lance had seen yeah, you do exactly. that Aww. and was like, oh crap. Maybe they'll notice. And then he thought, just quickly to himself, maybe this can add to my power of being Mondath and like somehow leveling up more in the eyes of them. I don't really fully understand what's going on because I don't know that it's you. But if I knew it was you, you'd get a you'd get a, a permanent good guy check in your checkbox. So Lance <laughs> Resmir's coming at you, not like attacking you right now, but uh, walking forcefully towards you. You have like a second to do something before she gets to you and your illusory facade. I will reach back into my pocket and pull back out the dragon's tooth and press it against my skin and go, let's not be hasty now. She stops in her tracks, just fuming. I come here by Severin's request. It seems the mask must be taken back to the master. Until you prove yourself capable again. I, Resmir, do not intend to have the mask for myself. I am just a bringer of gifts to our Lord. Roll another performance check. Oh, this sucks so bad. This is... <sighs> Resmir's world is being turned upside down. Yeah, and you're, you just see this intensity, Ralph, and you're like... 
And you can drop the bubble if you want. It's not like a permanent fixture. So if you're like, I probably should know what's going on now, you can do that if you'd like. It's an at-will dropping, but... Is anybody looking at me at the moment? Resmir and Mondath are focused intently on each other. This wizard, however, seems to be taking in the whole scenario. Not fully trusting you because of your comments that you were making as well and Resmir's their reaction towards you. I feel like things are getting very out of hand. I don't know that that's my buddy in disguise. I just know that it got a lot more dangerous because the item he has in his hand and the other two people in the room. So this is probably going to mess up some of the plan, but... But you didn't know the plan. Yeah. There is no plan. (laughs) Yeah, there's no plan. Uh, Well, I actually have a plan, but uh, I'm going to use my wood elf magic to cast Pass Without Trace and unveil a shadow in uh, in silence within 30 feet of me masking myself from detection. For the duration, each creature you choose within 30 feet of you has a plus 10 bonus to dexterity stealth checks and can't be tracked except by magical means. A creature that receives this bonus leaves behind no trace or other trace. So it was very evident, like a huge veil of shadow in a lit room would would pop up in 30 feet. I will drop the bubble, but I am going to bolt for the chest to dump it into my... And only myself. I'm not going to cast it on anybody else, so I'm not going to give anybody else the benefit. Am I able to stow it into the bag of holding? All right, let's take a look. Let's let's try and resolve this first that we've got going on. So you're casting the spell Pass Without Trace specifically, right? Yes. I get to pa- cast it as just like a, it's part of my feet. So it doesn't cost any extra as a regular magical spell. Amazing. Okay, okay, okay. So here's the thing. The spell is very descriptive. Silence shadows radiates from you. It is in this bright room, however, and where it's already tense. So because of the clever use of the spell, I will allow you to roll a stealth roll mm-hmm. with disadvantage, but you still get the plus 10 as a result of Pass Without Trace because everybody is on high alert. Okay. And you still get a D4 because Fleeple thinks you're great. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. All right. With disadvantage. <laughs> and uh, this would be a uh, stealth then, right? Yep. That's, that's a dexterity check. My low roll is three plus five for stealth is eight plus 10 is 18 plus four is <laughs> 22. Holy I rolled crap. a three. <laughs> oh my gosh. So I will say the way that this stealth actually works is it's more a distraction, right? So it's more like, okay, cause chaos now. You drop the sound. You start to go. Um, You initiate this stealth roll as a result of that. Everybody, it's initiative time. Oh my gosh. Ooh, baby. We will take everything that Ralph did into consideration <laughs> moving I'm, into initiative. I am running out of options time. of things I can do. <laughs> yeah. I've yeah. burnt through a ton of my cool stuff. Hey, blow it all, man. You're being a very gracious DM. I'm sure I'm <laughs> I'm like burning things to the ground that you've planned. I think this is fun. Okay. <laughs> I think it's fun. Now, 
the one thing I'm checking real quick, does initiative count as a skill check? Because if it does, you'd get to add a plus four, plus d4. Oh, wow. I think it does because with your poisoned feature, it would have been with disadvantage, right? Let me just Google that. Real well, quick. am I wrong that you add your, your, is it you add your wisdom to initiative? Dex. Dexterity to, to initiative. So technically there is some, some kind of skill involved. Yes. Initiative is a dexterity so check. And that's a skill check. I like how I rolled a persuasion check that didn't I didn't even say. Because <laughs> there was so much going on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Initiative is a dexterity check, which is also an ability check. There we go. Woo! Jeremy Crawford himself. Jeremy Crawford, shout out to you. Thank you. Thanks for listening okay, to our podcast. Everybody, you get a D4. Yeah, thanks for listening to our podcast. I know you're working on one D&D and everything. <laughs> so... All right, initiative roll. Fleeple, still with disadvantage, I think. That's so sad. Net, uh, Fleeple, what'd you get? Even with disadvantage, I got a 21. Wow. Wow. You're starting to perk right up here. Lance. I got a nine. Mal. A six. Oh, my gosh. I'm very wet. Mal got six. Ralph. 25. 20. <laughs> Woof. So, and that's wow. not with the. I don't know if I add the plus ten. That's just the. I rolled an eighteen. Okay. Yeah, the ten is just for uh, stealth specifically. So right. My dexterity is my biggest, my biggest thing. It would be like I'm, I'm joining a, a game for like four for two two sessions, and I, I roll one of the best characters, stat wise I've ever rolled. Now, <laughs> like, and this this will be the end of it. So, been great. I would love this for like a regular campaign, right? All right. Well, with this in mind, it's serendipitous that Ralph is first in the initiative order during this chaos and confusion. The Pass Without Trace initiated the combat. Everybody's looking around. Mondas slash Lance, Resmir, Wrath, they all look towards where the event happened, but Ralph, you're already heading towards the chest. You're trying to get the chest inside of your bag of holding. Hold on a minute here. A lot of googling tonight. Is this chest uh, like a dimensional sort of container? <laughs> That's the one thing I didn't check. Is I didn't check like I didn't check anything on the chest. I'm like, I'm kind of making a gamble. Yeah, because if you put a dimension in a dimension, it all blows up. Yeah, it open it, it explodes, and you all get thrown to the astral plane. Oh Perfect. no! We're taking the campaign to the astral plane. <laughs> <laughs> Joshua's like, really? <laughs> I'm taking a pretty deep gamble that it's just a lead chest. Like, they're with, like it's just a chest lined with lead. <laughs> the whole campaign just takes a deep I just shift. imagine, like, in, what is it? In Interstellar, when, like, Matt Damon's character's, like, trying to board the thing. And he's like, we're doing this for mankind. And that's like, Ralph, I'm doing this for the... <laughs> just blows up and we all go flying. And you guys go on the internet and you're like, no one invite Josh to your show. He will ruin. He will literally blow it up. He will blow it up. He wanted to get on here. He wanted to promote his and own thing. And that is the end of iCast. <laughs> and I'll be like, please invite Josh. He will send you to the astral plane. <laughs> oh, man. Yes, yeah, so you run over. I'm just reading one more thing about back of holding. I'm so sorry, everybody. I'm just saying, I want that chest. <laughs> it's literally our quest item. I want that tooth. 
in the astral sea, a traveler has the option of propelling itself by <laughs> oh thought <my> alone. <laughs> what happens, Thomas, if I if I succeed? Can I can I like can I like twist your arm to keep me in the campaign and just run with all the <laughs> items and they have to chase me down? Forget Severin, Ralph. Okay, Ralph is the big bad. <laughs> Back at it now. <laughs> and Jeremy, dispel! <laughs> I'm the dragon lord. <laughs> I am the Mandarin. All right, moving on. Ralph, you run forward with your bag of holding. You whip it out. Um, you open the the flap and you st- just run over to the chest. You spend your whole action trying to get this chest in, and as luck would have it, it barely fits. It barely fits into the bag. It takes a while. That's why it takes a whole action. You have to push it in there. But as you do, it... You shove it in there, you close the bag, and you wait a few seconds. Okay, just regular chest. No no magical portal hole. Okay, we're gonna go. You doing this, however, have revealed your location. You were able to pop over there, um, the chaos, but now you are being held with... Uh, you just are seen with the bag of holding in your possession. You look up, the three of uh, everybody else in the room look at you. That was your action. That I'll say that was your movement as well, so the only thing you have is a bonus action if you'd like to use it. I will use that bonus action to invoke the blade song. Ooh, so I will draw, I'll draw, I'll draw Jeremy and invoke the blade song. I get to add my intelligence to my AC, my speed is plus 10, and I have advantage on dexterity checks. And I can add my intelligence to Constitution saving throws. <laughs> what God. level are you? <laughs> I it's it's uh one of the newer classes, the blade blade uh, blade singer, specific to Faerun. Level seven. And uh, yeah, the people I work with, they have some magic users that do this, and I got learn about it. So. I know the people you work with. So as you do this, um, <laughs> the uh, the wizard goes next. Wrath is looking aghast at you with your bag of holding, and he casts telekinesis. Telekinesis? Yes. He mutters under his breath, cast telekinesis. So as he casts it, he um, reaches out to that bag of holding, and he starts to pull it towards him. A counterspell. Ooh. Okay. Sounds good. What level are you casting counterspell at? It's a third level spell, I believe. Yeah, and I, I can only cast it at third level. I don't have any four-level spell slots left. Okay, so you need to roll then, sir. DC is 10 plus the spell level. Yes, so you roll. Okay, with my spellcasting ability. Yeah, spellcasting ability is what you add on to it. Is this an ability skill? Can he add the d4 to it? I don't it's know. a spell. Spell's not an ability. Spell, spell, it's, it's not a skill check. It's not a skill check. Okay. Using your spell okay. casting ability. <laughs> <We're> sh- <laughs> I, I don't think it's a skill check. Guys, uh, the dice the dice have decided. Uh, critical fail. Oh. It, is, it doesn't matter what I'm going to add to it. Mm. I have so many good things in that bag. <laughs> you try to, like, counter his, uh, try to counter his telekinesis, and he sort of, like, as the words, like, uh, very Doctor Strange, as the words come out, like as like physical manifestations, he bats them away with his other hand and just like shatters them to the wind, to the to the air, um, and they dissipate mid casting. And he pulls forward this bag. 
to try and move a huge or small creature, make an ability check with your spell contested by... You can roll a strength check, Ralph, to try to hold on to this bag. Strength is not my strong suit. Yes, six. He rolled a 20. The dice have turned on me. They were so nice. I spent all of my good luck. It's all gone. (laughs) When you turn on the party and you try and blow up our campaign. (laughs) As you try to hold on to this, he just pulls, 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 and then flick. And a strength that uh, was not present before just... You let go of the bag of holding and it flings to his hand and he grabs onto it. And he goes, Resume, it appears we have been uh, bamboozled. Come mm-hmm. on. That is his action? I've been outclassed. I'm guessing this guy is a, a wizard of Thay. He is going to upcast, uh, or rather use some sorcery points. And he's going to cast Phantasmal Force right at you, Ralph. Pause. I just realized he can't do Phantasmal Force. Because he did telekinesis. He already cast, yeah, he already did telekinesis. So he is going to uh, upcast. He's going to cast um, Firebolt at you. <laughs> I have nothing. I can't do anything. It's an oldie but a goodie. Uh, my only my only hope is that my, my AC gets buffed up to 19. So uh, he rolled a nine. So that Firebolt is going to come to you, and then you uh, pull out Jeremy, and he's going, Jeremy is going to deflect the Firebolt away and go, Not today, you Creighton! All right. Th- okay. Thank you, Jeremy. With that, we go to the next in the lineup. That is Fleeple. Things got chaotic on the other side of the door, and <laughs> it is time for you to act. Yeah, so I, in my alcohol-addled brain, I'm suddenly like, wait, what's, Ralph? Ralph? What, what are you doing, Ralph? That's not cool. But then I hear the word bamboozle, and I go, okay, this is what I was born for. I am going to... I'm going to pat myself on the shoulder, weakly say, you got this sport. And then I'm going to like slap myself in the face and go spinning through the door um, and just land in a heap looking as pitiful as I can. And I'm going to look up to Mondath and I'm going to say, Mondath, I went to check on Lottie and she's dead. It must have been. And I look up and I see Ralph and I say, the intruder. (gasps) Go and roll deception with advantage, sir Okay, with advantage So that negates the disadvantage I gave myself guidance The layers The layers of deception That's a 21 Oh my (gasps) gosh What is happening right now? I honestly don't know Whose team I'm on anymore (laughs) I don't Oh, I, oh. I, I'm both the, like, the foot masseuse of Lottie and her murderer. And... <laughs> oh, God. So, this, this all happens. There are so many layers to this. Fleeple, you fall to the ground. You look up at Mondath. Ralph, you're like, that's Fleeple. He is referring to Mondath. Crap, Mondath is probably on my team. Wait, he's accusing me of being the intruder now? Did they just turn on me? I'm just a dude who looks like a dude who's pretended to be another dude. <laughs> another dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good. They look at you, Ralph, and they go, and Resmir goes, Give me that chest back! And, uh, Fleeple, anything else on your turn? Bonus action heroism on Lance. With my ritual of mistletoe. 
All right, Lance, Mondath, it's your go. You are inches from Resmir. You have the dragon tooth to your chest. Yeah, so beginning of your turn, you're going to gain some temporary hit points equal to my spellcasting ability modifier, so you gain four temp HP. Four HP? Four temp HP. Four temp. Okay, got it. What are you doing? Okay, okay, this is going to get crazy. (laughs) We're not already there. It's not already? Okay, because this is honestly what I was thinking. I'm like, what is Ralph doing? He's taking the chest. (laughs) He didn't know we were after that chest. Why is he after this thing? And then Lance remembers very vividly Leosin telling us someone else is after a mask. Vandal. Yes. And hearing Fleeple just tell me that he's the betrayer, Lance is just going to look over at Ralph and just... He has the hat of disguise. He's not going to worry about that. He's just going to look at Ralph, like not in a French accent or anything. He's just going to go, are you working for Vandal? Are you talking to are you talking to me? Are you still in you're still in Mondath's form, right? Yeah. Yeah, I'm still in Mondath's form. I uh yes. Is that what you want? Is that what I sh- is that I should be? Lance feels a rage inside him that he's never felt before. And all of a sudden his hand starts sparking and he will cast scorching ray I mean no wait hold on (laughs) takes these backsies he feels the rage of a demon inside of him and will cast scorching ray all three at Ralph my gosh alright I go Mondat's not French (laughs) (laughs) the biggest deception of all <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my goodness. All right, I am What's cast- your spell attack modifier. I have three rays. I don't know my spell attack modifier. I'm not a spellcaster. You gave me this ability by reading the Demonomicon. And you told him when he went to cast it, you would tell him what to Dang it, you're right. Cast Dang it. And what was gonna happen. I just thought when you did it. because you get a cantrip at level one because you're an elf. I do, but it's... Well, I guess... You took message as that cantrip. I did take message. I would assume elves are based in... in, I would say intelligence. But obviously, I like intelligence because that's where my character's in. But just because it's kind of wizardy stuff that an elf does, it's knowledge-based, I don't know. A wizard can cast Scorching Ray, so... And a warlock can't. (laughs) For the sake of time, we're going to say yes. Okay. So, yeah, we're going to say it's uh, your, it based off intelligence. So go ahead and roll a d20. Okay, well, I roll three d20s because it's three rays. Because you're all focused on Ralph. Yeah, so I roll three oh, of them, gosh. right? Yes. And it's my spell casting is my... Yeah, so proficiency plus intelligence modifier. Okay. These aren't all great rolls, so maybe that's helpful. Uh, one is a 12. One is a 14. And the other one is an 18. All right, all three miss, unfortunately. What is your oh, Ralph's AC is 19 I right dance. now. Because I'm it's blade dancing. Oh, my because gosh. Because he activated right. the blade singer. He, Wait, it, he did got you add, add You can oh, add a D4 once per turn. I didn't add the D4. Turn. You can add one to the last one and make okay. it hit. The lowest one, well, it, it would only be the top one, really, right? That would get that? Yeah, just the top okay. one. 
So that was so it's gonna it's 18, gonna hit 1920 because I rolled a two. Okay, that one like uh, Ralph, you're you're dancing. You're like, what is going on right now? And then the final ray goes right through your defense. That's two d6 fire damage, and you just get pelted in the shoulder. And you're like, gosh, dang it! This went south so quickly. I don't have my bag. That's this guy's mad six. at me. Six fire damage to you, Ralph. Okay. Excellent. So that is your action, sir. You have a movement and a bonus action if you want to do anything with it. Can my bonus action be attacking with my offhand? It cannot because you have to do a melee attack in order to do that. And then after this, it's going to be Resmir, and then it's going to be Mal. Poor, poor Mickey at the end. Lance has just an eye. All eyes are focused on Ralph now because of that answer. And we'll pull out the short sword and the dagger, and I will just start walking toward... I will use all of my movement to meet up with Ralph. Okay, you walk all the way up there. Resmir is not going to take an attack of opportunity against you. Unsure what's going on. Uh, going to just back away from this situation. That's you, Lance. Resmir's turn is now. Resmir has that wicked black sword, as I described, um, and is going to walk towards Wrath. Wrath uh, holding the ba- bag of holding. Uh, Resmir is going to look at all of you just say, Ralph, I think we have what we need. We need to get out of here now! And just looks at Wrath uh, and sort of, and um, expectant. Uh, and that's what, uh, and, and then she readies her turn. Uh, she's going to ready an action. That's what Vrezmir is going to do on her turn. Mal, it is now your go. Okay. Wrath has the bag. Yes. Wrath is like visibly. He hasn't like put it in his robe. He has it like in his hand. Nope. Visibly Great. in his hand. Mal is going to bonus action rage. Yeah! There you go. Yeah! And when she rages, she is going to pull out a small piece of, it almost looks like bone, and it is part of an elk antler, and she will take on the aspect of the elk. Which increases my speed, essentially. And so, anybody who would be looking at her, she grows these almost spectral antlers around her around her head. And she's going to charge at Rage. But with her action, she is going to summon Zaza out of her spirit dimension by Rage. So at the same, this is like happening at the same time. I want Zaza to try and swoop in and grab the bag from him while I'm charging and want to charge into him. Okay. So you want to try and uh, uh, attack from both ends there. And it's very odd, Ralph, as you see Mal burst in with this rage, you see these spectral antlers, but you also see this darkness present in her face. Her tusks, which were already a little pointed, seem to be more elongated. It's like the shadows are making them uh, as long as an orc itself, not a half-orc. Her eyes have gone pitch black. Uh, You see this, like, smoke rising off of her shoulders. And Fleeple... Uh, you being right there, 
This is the second time you've been on the ground seeing Mal go into a rage. Uh, This time it's even worse than it was the first time. You see this smoke and the shadows around her start to dance and they start to emanate. They seem to emanate from her, making them longer, so to speak. And you want to like back away from the shadows that are currently surrounding her because you're afraid they might envelop you. She yells and she runs at wrath. Uh, the the wizard while Zaza comes out they both come at each other and you you command Zaza to grab the bag of holding Zaza's going to try and grab it with uh, it's going to be a contested strength roll against uh, Zaza and um, Wrath who's going to be trying to hold on to it so my idea was to then give disadvantage to that strength check because he's being pummeled in the chest while the bag is going the opposite direction. Absolutely. Absolutely. He will get disadvantaged. Zaza will get normal. So he's going to try and grip onto it with everything he can. Here's hoping the wizard doesn't have good strength. It, would would this guy happen to be a rage mage by any chance? <laughs> rage, rage mage. <laughs> I feel like when I see her busted, I would just be like, who are you people? <laughs> <laughs> Where's the party I was with? Mal, what did Zaza get? 17. Well, that beats his four. Oh, yeah. And so Zaza grabs the bag out of his hand, and he goes, ah! And he reaches towards it, but Zaza leaving the space, is that right? Oh, yeah. The mental instruction was to swoop in, grab the bag, and to go out the door, trying to split as many people as possible and to find a place to hide with the bag. Wrath and Resmir are both going to take attacks of opportunity against Zaza specifically then. We'll start with Wrath. Uh, is that a 19 to hit? That hits. That's with a quarter staff that he's got. That's two points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, Zaza stills up, right? Yes. Resmir, 21 to hit. That also hits. Okay. 16 points of slashing damage to Zaza. <laughs> to Zaza. I think that pops her. I think that does. But so is the bag a, now sailing r- through the air toward Fleeple? Yep. <laughs> oh my oh god. It absolutely my god. is. <laughs> so as Wrath tries to like smack it with uh, Zaza with a uh, quarter staff, Resmir just with one fluid motion cuts right through Zaza and Zaza puffs into uh, incense smoke as the bag flies completely to the other side of the room and hits the wall. Fleeple within 10 feet of you specifically. And everybody sort of is like, is looking at each other now. And it's like, who's get, who's got the bag? Who's gonna get the bag? It's like that moment of pause. <laughs> yeah, a moment of pause. Everyone's looking at each other like, ah! Ralph! It's your turn. Wait, 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 wait. Mal, Mal, Mal. Sorry, Mal, Mal. It's my charge Mal. comes with an attack. Oh my gosh. Go After ahead. After moving, I may make a single melee attack. Bring it. And you're attacking Ralph, right? <laughs> no. <laughs> I was charging at uh, Rage because I was wrath. trying to attack Rage. Yeah. Or Wrath, excuse me. Not Rage Mage, Wrath. You're in a Rage. I'm in a Rage. Uh, where's my barbarian stuff? Um, I'm, I'm Ralph. Everybody loves Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> that's a Jeremy. Six, that's a sixteen to hit. That's a hit. Awesome. Two, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. That's fourteen points of slashing damage to Ooh. Wrath. Okay. 
with that sword. He has to make a concentration check. So as you bump into him, you smash into him with your attack, Wrath goes, oh, and uh, he loses the concentration on telekinesis. <clears throat> so uh, there's that. And it goes back to Ralph. All right, that's one round of combat. <laughs> this is amazing. This is amazing. There's so many moving parts. So crazy. Uh, so <laughs> before we met for uh, recording this evening, I, I, I messaged uh, Thomas. I said, what are the chances that you're, that the party's going to kill me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, I wouldn't worry about it. Lance is probably just going to want to interrogate you. <laughs> <laughs> well... <laughs> There we go. <laughs> a series of unfortunate events. That's what this episode is. Oh gosh! All right, I love Ralph. It. What are you doing? I love this what game. Are you doing? Um, I would like to. I'm. I'm definitely going to try and sidestep this crazy evil lady that I don't know, and um, or that I that I I'm, I I like don't know what their intentions are, why they hate me so much. Um, <laughs> however, do they still have that tooth? I took out two swords, so I automatically have put it away. Yeah. Did I see yes, where they put but it you away? Could seen I, where they put okay. it away because I would like it, to it just, just roll a sleight of hand as I like. I'd like to go at them like I'm gonna attack them, but then sleight of hand and try and like you know roll around, uh, but in, in, in stealthily grab it. Okay. My goal will be to get the my bag, and I don't want to fight them. I just want to escape. This is too much for my blood. Uh, that's so a sleight of hand is gonna be your action for this round then. Yes. 18. Or do I add the... Do I still get the D4? <laughs> it's a skill check. I still have it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, I haven't dropped it. Okay, so a dirty 20. Dirty 20. <sighs> okay, hold on. Josh has got me to Google so much. It's brilliant. <laughs> it's the... That's the trouble when a DM is a player, isn't it? But... <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this. I honestly, it's like I have to decide which thing I'm going to do. There's so many options with a wizard. Yeah, we're, we're, for, let's go ahead and do um, a dexterity saving throw then. Uh, okay, Lance. for me? Yes, because he's going to bump into you, and he's going to try and grab oh. this thing. I guess I, I, I could roll advantage on it because I have an advantage on dex checks. So I could, I could, if I get a higher than what yeah, I have. Yeah, go for it. Nah, the, 20, natu- the, the non-natural 20 is my best. That is going to be a 24. Oh. Okay. All right. That's all right. You know, you win some, you lose some. I do yep. have a movement speed of 45, and so I would like to run. And if, if you'd allow me to snag the bag on my way. I will use sure. my reaction to attack. And I also have a reaction. I'll take every yep. reaction attack that anybody wants to give me. <laughs> okay. I will say that, uh, Ralph, you could probably go around to where Mal won't be able to get an attack okay. of opportunity just the way that things are lined up you but can go like the jump bag on did, the sofa yeah the bag did land by fleeple though right that's correct within 10 feet of fleeple so yeah go ahead and take that attack of opportunity lance okay it's going to be my attack is a 21 21 that's a hit roll damage sir okay a d6 that's going to be a six Six points of piercing damage. Yeah. Yes. So as this, let, let me just describe what's going on. Uh, as uh, Ralph, you try to reach in for that bag to get exact that tooth from Mondath here. Uh, Lance, you feel Ralph going for that tooth, and you're like, 
what in the and you just push him off in uh ralph you just roll with it you're like i i gotta roll with it that bag is way more important so you do like this parkour on the double wide like window and as you do the parkour off the window uh you push off of it leaving a tiny little like hairline crack as the lightning in the background thematically as it, there's lightning and thunder off in the distance to the sea at this climactic battle. You run over, uh, you taking the damage from the attack. Ugh! You grab the bag, you pull it up, and you grab it. That was your interact to grab it, and you look around. That was 5, 10, 15 feet that you ran. Okay, it gives me 30 feet left? Yeah, fifth, yeah you have 30 feet left. Fleeples in your way um, to get out of this room. The only two options appear to be the uh, the window and, and then the door, uh, which Fleeple is between you and him. I will go for the window. You said there was a hairline fracture? Hairline fracture. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and charge it. And, and if I if I can use just my full, full speed to just get, see if I can plow through it. I'm going to need a athletics check to see if you can try to burst through this thing. Okay. The DC is going to be pretty high. I don't have great athletics. I don't trust my I don't trust my chances going deeper into this building. And you have a D four. Uh, <laughs> um, all right, fourteen. Fourteen. As you rush, you look at everybody. You rush at the window, and you're like, ah, ah. you run at the window, and you just throw your shoulder into it, and you hear this loud crack followed immediately by resounding pain as you're buffeted back by the window, back into the room on your back. This crack has now etched from one side of the window to the other. Not enough to break it, but it is significantly weaker now, and your shoulder kills. You did take one point of bludgeoning damage. Uh, That hurt and killed, and Jeremy said, You should have just used me! I could have shattered that window! Oh, that's actually a really good idea, Jeremy. You should speak up more. (laughs) And, uh, so, you are now prone on the ground. Wrath, it is his turn. Can I be on the couch? (laughs) Yeah, you're on the couch, just like, ah! on the couch. Sword in one one hand, bag in the other. Yep. Ow! With that, Wrath is going to look at Resmir and go... Resmir, this may turn to you in this matter. And he touches Resmir, but as he does, both of them start to float in the air as he casts Fly on both of them. He is going to upcast another. Uh, At this point, he's going to do a shocking grasp right at Malamara. He's like, that really hurt. And just grab your face. (sighs) But he only gets a 13. And you just... He grabs your face, he shocks you, but you're so blinded by rage that there's no effect whatsoever. And he goes, oh my, that's legitimately terrifying. Um, And he just starts to float up into the air and uh, tries to get away from your reach. He does leave your attack of opportunity, uh, your range for an attack of opportunity, though. Definitely taking it. Plus d4. Plus a d4. That's really good. I needed that. Uh, 16. 16. That hits. Ooh. 13 more points of slashing damage. Ooh. Okay. Sounds like somebody needs to make a concentration check for the fly. That sure is does. absolutely oh, correct. Yeah. I just looked it up, too, to see if it was a concentration. He rolled an 11, so that is enough. So both of them are flying. He's now out of reach of you. He's floating 
15 feet in the air um, above your reach, hopefully out of your reach. That is his turn. Fleeple, it's your turn. Okay. I look at the bag and I say very audibly, get the bag to Severin, get the bag to Severin, get the bag to Severin. And I pick myself up and I start, I like get on all fours and I start rushing towards Ralph and I start turning into a war horse as I go. So I'm going to leap up and with my big old horse teeth, I'm going to grab the bag and try and steal it from Ralph. He is prone. I have advantage, which negates my oh disadvantage. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, would this be a, a contested grapple then? It should be. It should be a contested grapple. Uh, so you're going to do an athletics check to try and hold on to it. Can I do? Can I? Can I do acrobatics? Uh, acrobatics. So just keep him from grabbing it. Yeah. So we'll go. We'll go with the um, uh, acrobatics for you then. Uh, okay. Okay. Warhorse has plus four strength. Oh, I rolled a natural twenty. Oh. Ooh, I rolled a nine. Oh. I, I, have, I have advantage on on dex checks right now, and so oh. the. This is wild. Okay. Um, so the warhorse runs over and tries to chop, 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 chop. And Ralph is like, ah, eh, no, 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 don't do it. What is happening right now? <laughs> Why is there a horse here? <laughs> um, that is, uh, I believe, your turn, Fleeple. Anything else? I'm just going to whinny as loud as I possibly can at Ralph to try and shake him. Lance, it is your go. Okay. Ralph is shook with the confusion. Okay. You said this window that he tried to go through was tiny. No, it's a wide, it's a wide, double wide window overlooking the expanse of the sea. It's got a big old crack in it from one side to the other, though. Okay. This is what Lance is going to do. Lance is going to back up to the window and cover it as much as he can, basically saying... If you go through this, you're going through me. I'm coming with you. Like, you have to go through me. And while I, while Lance backs up and does that, he will, with his bracer of flying daggers, throw two daggers out from it toward uh, the mage, Wrath. Okay. So Wrath gets two daggers thrown at him. Go ahead and roll an attack, sir. That is... Plus four. That's gonna be a twelve. Oh no! But I get the I get the freaking D one or D. You get the D four once. You get to do the D four on one of the attacks, just one of them. Okay. Do we know this person's hit class? At least a sixteen hits. Okay. At least a sixteen hits. Thank you. So that's four. <laughs> okay. One of them is going to hit because that's a plus four. That's a sixteen, and the other one sixteen is is a fourteen. 14. Both hit. Go and roll damage. Awesome. Roll them separately. That's going to be, yeah, roll it separately. That's going to be a d4. Cool. Oh, and it's sneak attack. Because Mal is there. Because, uh, no, it's not. Nope, he's 15 feet in the air. Oh, I thought he was there. Dang it. You stupid little flyer. Close, okay. Close. Dang Ooh, it. That saved him. Well, I was going to do something else, too, with it, but that's 12 points of damage total. 12 points total? Yeah, because okay, if good. I can do dex to both of those attacks, then yeah. He has to make two constitution saving throws. Both succeed. So fly is still in effect. So he goes, Ugh, 
Resmia! We really need to get out of here! Lance, anything else? No, dang it. I was... Yeah, that's it. That's all I got. Okay. It is now Resmir's turn. This is so intense. With that in mind, Resmir's going to heave a breath, is going to look down, uh, start flying up as well, still within range of Malamara, however, for the time being, and is going to unleash Acid Breath. Sorry, I got it wrong earlier. I said poison, but I meant Acid Breath on Ralph, on Lance, and on the window behind them. The window? Oh, honey. So, I need both of you to make a dexterity saving throw, please. And I believe if you're prone, it's with disadvantage, right? Okay. Don't forget your d4. So, roll dexterity saving throw. Oh, no. That's a critical fail for me. 16. Ooh. 16. Ralph, you succeed. Lance, you fail. I do have four temporary hit points. Which you regain at the beginning of each of your turns, by the way. So they don't stack, but you just get yeah, them yeah, yeah. every single time. Uh, Lance, that's 26 points of acid damage to you. And Ralph, you take half of that, 13 points of acid damage. Is this an area effect? No, it's a line. That is an area so a line is a type of area effect. Because I have Oh, yeah, so you, could, you four, can take evasion. I have evasion. Or level, you know, seven. I have evasion, so I take half that. Yep, so you can take half of that. So that was 26. Half of 26 is... 13. 13 minus four, which is nine, so only nine damage. And this acid just starts to burn into your armor, into your skin. It is, it is putrid. It hurts. It stings. And at the same time the window behind starts to melt away a little bit. This acid starts to eat away at the damage, and there are small holes that you are, are peering to the outside now on this window. So, that is Resmir's turn. Resmir is going to... That was her action. She is now going to move out of range of you, Mal, and go up another 10 feet. So do I get an attack opportunity on her? You do not because you used it on Wrath, I believe. Not right? this round. Wrath. Wasn't he already in? Wrath. I probably no, this did. is only the se- this is only the second round. So uh, this is the same round. So she's going to go up, and she is going to just hover next to Wrath specifically. Okay, that's her turn. That is now to Mal. It is now your turn. Mal does not take betrayal lightly. Huh? and she will actually turn her (laughs) turn her back from this uh two figures floating in the air josh you've been a great guest (laughs) i feel like this is when like everything everything freezes and you hear my character go i bet you're wondering how i got myself into this situation (laughs) yeah yes well as you can see and um (laughs) Since that window behind him is melting and I have two people right next to him, you see the ethereal antlers over her head slowly dissipate and melt away. And as a bonus action, she's going to release her rage. And that ethereal darkness fades down her arms and into her hands and she'll cast Eldritch Blast. 
Oh no, it's not getting better. It's getting worse. <laughs> Twice at Ralph. Okay. Uh, is he still prone? He is yeah. prone. Yeah. yeah. So that's a disadvantage, unfortunately. Protect me, couch. <laughs> Uh, that's still a 18 for the first beam. Ooh, that's a miss, unfortunately. Did you add oh, a d4? Wait. wait, but a d4. Oh, d4! Oh my gosh, this is d4. <laughs> <laughs> Josh is I love that it it's, when it goes I love way, that you're but... still, it's still helping me. Like, yeah. that's the... <laughs> <laughs> that's a 21. Okay, that's a hit. Uh, yeah, definitely. That's still a... a um, 18 plus 5 is 23. Oh, so two hits. Ralph. What are, what are the, what's the damage for an Eldritch Blast? They're uh, D10s. D10? Two? Yep. That's for each attack? Of 11. No, it's, yeah. it's 1D10 okay, okay. for each of them. All right, so, so it, was, roll. It, it was 10 total. It's a 7 and a 3. <sighs> I'm not in the greatest of places. <laughs> Emotionally, <laughs> mentally, spiritually. <laughs> Mal, you have movement now. Would you like to use movement? I sure will, because those guys are out of range to attack me. Yep. And I will just approach him in the most intimidating manner in which she has. You should just, like, lay down on top and of him. Yeah, just, just <laughs> kneel on him. Kneel on his chest. <laughs> just cover him so he has to push you off. <laughs> Yeah, she will, uh, she'll approach him and as intimidatingly as she can, put one boot up on, I assume the couch, because I can't hold him there as an action, but I would like to make an intimidation check demanding that he return the bag or hand over the bag. Give the bag to the horse. Actually, I can't do that, can I? Because You can't an do it because it's a skill a check, skill it's check. an action. You can say it. You can demand it. I will it. say it. You I will demand it. You can't make the check, unfortunately. Correct. Ralph, Jeremy, like, turns in your hand and looks at you and goes, Friend, we are not doing so well right now. <laughs> I Okay, I'm starting to put everything together. <laughs> you're dying on a couch, and you're starting to put like, everything together. Ah, your Lance. You all look very different, but I think I know who all three of you are now. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Fleeple, uh, Mal, Lance. <laughs> Still not sure about that. Just breathing very deeply. Um, truce. Like what truce? We can talk about it later. Like when you save it from the cage. Could I respond to that? Yes, you can respond but we're still in battle. Okay. Lance is just going to ask the same question again. Do you work for Vandal? No. Broadly speaking, no. I have to roll for insight because I'm reading him. Go for it. Is it going to take Ralph's action to make a deception check? <laughs> no, this is a reaction here. That's a natural 20. Oh. Did you add a D4? So. <laughs> Did you add a D4? I'm being honest. I don't... I, I'm I'm being honest, but not completely. 
Yes, there's something he's holding back. He's What's not the definition like the right of deception? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You can relate. I'm doing what you were doing earlier. Okay, yeah. He's being honest, but not wholly so. Can I just open up my shirt and show him the tattoo on my chest? Yes. As you open your shirt, there's a tattoo. A familiar symbol, though, for some of you. I'll just, I'll just say to him, I'll say, I have greater masters. This symbol is of a flying snake pointed downwards, eating a ball with wings outstretched. And Mal, you grab your the the symbol you found at the beginning of the campaign, way back in Greenest. And as this all happens, you hear Wrath mutter something as they hey he has moved out of the way and he points at the window and he says Whoa, how touching, but I cast Fireball. And that's where we're going to end this week's episode of I Cast Fireball. What? What? Well, credits ding. <laughs> oh my gosh. <sighs> Has it been around for me to recover my evasion? <laughs> nope. Wow. Good night, folks. Good night, sweet Ralph. Isn't it at the top of the round or is it at the top of your turn? Uh, the top of your turn. Because mm. I believe he has to use a reaction to use evasion. No. Oh, yes, it's yes. not a reaction. No. So, hey, we didn't kill Ralph. Thomas killed Ralph. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> folks. That's true. What a crazy oh episode this was. I don't think I don't think three rounds of combat had ever given me so much anxiety <laughs> barely. In my life. We we just started the third round of combat. That was just <laughs> We haven't bonkers. even done it yet. So have, epic. Oh man. This Josh round of applause for Josh everybody. This oh, was man, so guys. enjoyable. This, this was, was so much fun. Absolutely my pleasure. Oh my gosh, this is so much fun. I will be having conversations with Josh off the recording here <laughs> about what happened and the future, possible future of Ralph. We'll see. But uh, all my players, thank you so much for joining us. Josh, thanks for joining us here as well. And all of you listeners, thank you for joining us. I hope you felt the excitement, the anxiety, the craziness of this episode. Uh, I know things were really chaotic it's been a while since we've been that chaotic in an episode and it was just such a blast and so much fun to have especially with um, our guest ep- our guest star here um, thank you so much for tuning in every week to listen to these episodes uh, if you like what we're doing please leave us a five-star review it lets us know that you like what we're doing and it gets us in other people's recommended feeds so they can enjoy the chaos as well if you want to reach out to us in a little bit longer format you can shoot us an email icastfireball2020 at gmail.com or you can reach out to us through our social media pages on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram with our handle at iCastFireball20. We'd love to hear just what you've got going on in your life, what you've got going on in your campaign and moments that you've loved from this as well. Um, we occasionally do word of recall episodes uh, where we go through moments of the campaign as well. And don't feel like you have to wait to submit your questions. So feel free to send those to us through there with either that handle or the hashtag iCastFireball. 
Want to give it, as always, a shout out to our sister podcast, Improv Tabletop, where they go through uh, the Avatar Legends ongoing campaign they have going. Uh, or they have a year-long backlog of mini one-month fate-accelerated tabletop adventures. They're so much fun. They're a blast. Don't forget to listen to them and give them a five-star review on your way out. Josh, what have you got going on in your life? What would you like to plug? Oh, man. I've got a two-year-old daughter. Uh, you know, life's great. I, nothing nothing big. If there's anything going on that I any, any of your listeners would, would want to check out, you can find me on Twitter at JoshuaTheHippie uh, or at the Titan Pod for any updates on our the current campaign I'm running, the Titans of Altera. Yes, a homebrew 5e uh, adventure that he's got going on with us, uh, another member of the Sneak Attack podcast family. So go listen to the Titans of Altera, an ongoing campaign, or you've got a ton of episodes for the now-finished campaign of the Sneak Attack, which is absolutely amazing. But truly, I'm very happy to be here. This has been so much fun. You guys are amazing. And I hope anybody listening... If you're listening and you're from Titans or Sneak Attack, go back and listen to the rest of their backlog. This is a great party. It is so much fun to have you along. It's so much fun. And um, everybody, don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and fellow wacky adventurers. But until next time, I'm Thomas, your DM. And around the table, we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen. Fleepu. And whatever's left of Ralph. <laughs> Let's keep that fire going, everybody. And we'll see you all next time. Bye.